so I did some of that and my eyes are all weird out this morning I don't know what's going on just like I don't know what's going on with the election somebody told me okay yeah this is another reason why I might be cranky I had to go um, get my tooth fixed yesterday. My medicine is making my teeth break down. And so it's like I'm always in the dentist's office. And so I, if I talk with my mouth closed a little bit, it's because it hurts. Anyhow, I hope you all are doing well. And... Um, I have to take my car in now for uh, inspection. I took it in last year for inspection. Um, there's always some sort of problem, always. And I'm just sort of holding my breath. But enough of all of that I just wanted to let you know I'm human just like you guys and I have all these problems and you're not alone and I have to deal with them every day while I'm sick so you should be like you're not sick like I am because it makes your problems that much worse and so because I um let Karen go. Yesterday I was looking for, you know, other things that I might be able to do to fix issues. You'll have to excuse me, but I, whenever I see something that I didn't do and I have to do, I have to do it right away. And so I have to change the batteries to my headache machine. Do you know what a headache machine is? I'll have to show you sometime. Oh, good. Care.com for. Oh, good, good, good. That was um, Gmail. Um, that's in regard to um, replacement. I already paid for it, and I was looking this morning, and... Um, couldn't find the password for my Gmail. So I did something wrong. Yeah, I'm just having a little bit of problem with things. So I have to change that from a headache machine. I have two headache machines. Okay, enough of all that. Who wants to hear all that? I have for you. Very interesting. Indeed. It's about dog man. This is going to be a long one, so I hope you came prepared. 
This is a collaboration video of, like, basically everything from the month of June, and might even pinch into May as well, of everything cryptid and dogman related. Sit back and relax, toast up those beautiful buns of yours, and let's get spooky. My name is Brandon, and I'm 35 years old. 36 in July, to be exact. I'm from Michigan, but after the military, I settled in Southern California in a small town city-like called Poway. After a few years, I decided I had enough. I came, I saw, now it's time to go. There's just too many reasons why it was time to leave California. I ended up buying a house over in the Goodyear, Arizona area, which is a small town right outside of Phoenix. Outside of that, I'm not going to give too much details because I don't want people bugging me. I was out hiking with my five-year-old son. I know what you're going to say. What's there to look at in the desert to go hiking? Which is true, I get it. It's not very eye-appealing and it's hotter than Hades. But then again, some people love the desert. I personally don't really, but if I could afford a house and live better, then I'm all for it. Anyways, we were on this little hike. It was one of those beginner ones, not really too much of an incline. I will tell you this. This happened at the Estrella Mountain Regional Park, just south of the Gila River. That's all I'll say for privacy purposes. After about an hour of hiking and just checking out the landscape with the big mountain views far off in the distance, the sun was on its way down. I don't remember exactly what time it was, but you could tell that it was going to get dark here pretty quickly, and we were a little ventured off farther than I expected that we would have that evening. Mind you, this happened last year. It was probably around 90 degrees outside. Hot as hell, like I said. But it could be worse. And it's been worse. So I really can't complain. We were just talking. You know, father-son talk. Joking around about something about Ninja Turtles or something, I don't know. When my son suddenly points forward and says, Daddy, look, big dog. I said, what? And I looked forward, and that's when I heard it. The growls. in shock what I had seen up in the distance was mind-blowing I swear to you this is 100% true I'm not making this up there was this big black beast far off in the distance you could almost barely not see him he was that far out but he was as clear as day unfortunately for us I didn't have a gun on me I left it at home 
I did bring along a machete though, just in case, because worst comes to shove, I thought maybe if anything mm. there was a rattler or something out here. No problem, just but a machete. Nothing like this. Uh, I've good. never seen anything like this before. This thing I thought I was know. a coyote. But as I examined it further, this thing was walking like a man. And it was large. It must have been pretty tall from what I gathered. I couldn't truly tell, but what dog stands upwards? None that I've ever seen. Oh Needless to say, I kept my son quiet, and we slowly walked our butts back out of that trail back to my truck. Never to return to that hiking spot again. My name is Chris, and I'm originally from Mesa, Arizona. A few years ago, my family and I moved up north near Flagstaff for work purposes. This happened last summer, and it's the last time I ever went back to that place, I'll tell you that much. I was hiking with my wife. It was just the two of us. The kids were at school, and we had that Friday off. We were hiking just south of Humphreys Peak. It was right there at the Fort Valley Trailhead off the 180. It's one of the nicer places we enjoyed to go hiking. Well, where we used to hike, that is. We had just had lunch over at the small little lake that's up in that area. I forgot the name of it, if you want my honest opinion. We've been to a few different hiking trails, and I can't remember everything. Anyways, after we had finished our lunch... We continued on our expedition of the evening. You might not consider this to be terrifying or extremely scary whatsoever, but it's true and it's what I saw. It's what we saw. We were on our way back down, heading back towards our car. There was a slight breeze, and the temperature was finally starting to go down. This is the time period in Arizona that I love the most, when the temperature is starting to cool off and it's starting to get dark. That's when I like the desert. And the nice part about it is the further north of Arizona you go, the greener it becomes. Which, that way, it's not such an eyesore for anybody else down south. I personally like the green. Anyways, I want to say we were probably around a half mile away from the parking lot. Maybe less. I know we were pretty close. When we heard the howling somewhere off in the distance... I won't even lie to you. That scared the crap out of the both of us. Not only was it echoing all around us, so we couldn't pinpoint what direction this thing was coming from, but its tone was much deeper than any coyote we have ever heard before. It definitely put a shiver down my spine. I told my wife, oh, we gotta book it to the car. I just had that feeling in my gut that 
there was something wrong. Like we were being followed. We ran back to the car as quickly as we could, and as quietly and safely as possible. We were parked right at the front entrance of the trail. When I turned the ignition onto the car, I happened to glance at this thing that was on the edge of the trail near the parking lot. It had red glowing eyes, and it was at least four or five feet tall. It had the head and face and ears of a dog. It was jet black, yet completely filthy. But it stood on its back hind legs like a man. It was some kind of a humanoid thing. It never fully revealed itself to us. Just enough to give us an idea of what was lurking out there in the brush. I put the car in reverse. And we got the hell out of there, never to return. This happened to me and my brother last summer. We were camping, just the two of us, up in northern Arizona and Sedona. We were having a two-night camping over at the Cave Springs campground right off of the 89A. Okay, I got, I got it's always been a camping spot for us since we were kids. Again, this happened last summer. The first night we were there, I believe it was a Friday, it was fine. We grilled, we sang songs, we told jokes, and drank plenty of beer. The night was absolutely stunning. The sky was full of bright stars surrounded by big, bushy trees. It was green and hot, but yet when the sun went down, it started to cool off quite nicely. I don't remember how late it was, but the first night was normal for the most part. There were some things that I swear we were hearing outside, but then again, you're in the wild, so that kind of comes with the territory if you really think about it. I swore I was hearing scratching noises that first night that we were out there. Of course, I was too scared to actually look outside of the tent, so I just tried to ignore it. The next morning, though, that's when we saw it. We both exited the tent and noticed that my chair, you know... The flip-open lawn chair one that people use for camping where it has, like, one of those netting things where you could hold one of your beers. It was completely shredded and destroyed. It looked like somebody had went to town on it with a knife or a hatchet. That must have been the noises I was hearing the night before. Someone or something destroyed my chair and just left it there. Was it a warning? Or was something pissed off? I was pretty freaked out. I told my brother, I'm like, dude, what the hell could have done that? He suggested it was probably a bear. I don't think a coyote would get anything out of that. But then again, neither would a bear. 
why would it just destroy a chair and just leave it there and not touch anything else that we had left outside that night? Something just didn't really make sense. Was it one of our camping neighbors? Did we make too much noise and piss somebody off or something? I mean, we were drinking pretty heavy. Maybe we were kind of annoying people. So, I went to the bottom of it. So, I hired I walked over to our neighbors who happened to be outside cooking some breakfast over their fire pit. I asked them about the chair. And of course, they just looked at me stunned and dumbfounded. They said no. They have no idea what I'm talking about. That's when I started to get a shiver down the back of my spine. If it wasn't them, then who and why? I walked back over to camp and told my brother what they had told me. My older brother told me just to brush it off. There's a log over there. We could just push it over towards the fire and that could be your chair. Hell, we're only there for one more night anyways. Don't ruin it with just a spook of some bear or something. I agreed, but something in the back of my mind, my gut, something told me that it, it was no bear. The last night that we were there, which was a Saturday night, we repeated what we had done the Friday night, the night before. We had some brews. We cooked up some burgers on the grill. We even did a little hiking before the sun set. It was a good day, but in the back of my mind, I knew something just wasn't right. I just kept it to myself, though. I didn't want to ruin the party with my brother. <sighs> this is the part that frightens me. To make a long story short, fast forward that night. I don't remember what time it was because honestly, I don't own a watch. There's no need for it when you have cell phones, right? It was pitch black. Sometime in the middle of the night, we were both in our tent and our sleeping bags fast asleep. When I started hearing some footsteps of something very large getting closer towards our camp, I could tell it was getting closer because the impact in the ground was becoming stronger with each step it took. I just laid there petrified. My brother just laid there, sleeping through the whole ordeal. He was a heavy sleeper, but this was outrageous. Now, whatever the hell screwed up my chair wasn't going to get away with it this time, I told myself. I sat up and wiggled my way close to the zipper of the front door of the tent. I didn't have much of a weapon on me. Only a knife that we used to chop up some wood. It was one of those big Bowie knives, kind of had a Rambo look to it. Not as cool as Rambo's, of course. Anyways, I slowly started to undo the zipper. I probably got it about two feet around, and I poked my head out and examined what I was not expecting to ever see in my life. What I saw still creeps me out to this day. I've had nightmares before, but they're off and on, but still, I know what I saw. There was this hunched over black furry man beast that had the head of a dog. At least it looked like a dog. 
I can't pinpoint what it actually is because it doesn't seem like anything that even really exists, but it does. This thing was... It was destroying some of our equipment, but it was trying to do it quietly, yet it woke me up, that's for sure. As soon as I saw this thing, it turned its head to me, and I screamed. I screamed like a girl. I screamed out of pure fright. It woke up my brother, and it startled the hell out of that beast, and it dove off back into the woods within a blink of an eye. I couldn't help it. I didn't mean to scream my guts out, but I wasn't trying to hold it in either. That thing scared me to death. I told my brother what I had seen. At first, he didn't believe me. He just assumed that I was having a bad nightmare or something. Until I showed him outside of our tent. When he saw that our ice chest was completely destroyed and our stuff was all over the dirt, that's when he believed me. That's when we gathered our things and got the hell out of there. Never to return. This happened back in January. My family and I were heading north on Highway 89 near Lake Powell. We were close to the border of Utah and northern Arizona. We were on a road trip to visit some family up in the Salt Lake City area when we saw it. Right there by the Rimview Trails. That's where we saw it. I have to go. I shit you not. We were on the road. I was in the passenger seat as my wife was driving because it was her turn. I was just smoking a cigarette with my elbow hanging out of the passenger side window. When out in the distance, something caught my eye. Miles and miles and miles of just pure desert and hills. It's quite obvious to see something dark and black running running on its back legs hunched over like a man but not a man it was probably about 40 to 50 yards away it was kind of hard to even see but it was still visible from the naked eye I know we saw the dog man there's no doubting that we all saw it, and then the thing just disappeared. This happened to me when I was a kid, back in the late 1990s. I was either eight or nine years old to be exact. I was with my family camping at some national forest campgrounds. It was called the Mohican Memorial State Forest. It kind of reminds me of that movie, The Last of the Mohicans. I totally felt like that white Indian that was totally kicking butt. At least, that's what me and my brothers were pretending to play when we were out there camping. 
It was just me and my two other brothers. We were walking around the main street where people were coming in and out of the campgrounds. There was a small bike lane section on the side of each side of the road, which we used as we all walked in front of one another. I'm not sure exactly where this was, but there was this wooden bridge overpass that went over some river. To give you a better visual, it was like a dark brown barn that it was a bridge that had asphalt that was like part of the road. Looking back now, it kind of reminded me of the beginning part of the movie from Beetlejuice, where the family actually dives off of that bridge road. It was like that. Anyways, so we're walking near this wooden barn-looking bridge thing. Remember, I was like eight years old. I'm just going off of memory. As we started to walk our way inside, we could feel the dampness all around us. It was obvious that it had rained prior to our arrival, as we could hear the slow, dripping noises of the water from above. It was a good thing that it was daylight, because if we were walking through that old wooden bridge at night and hearing those dripping noises, it definitely would have scared the crap out of me. I remember this was some time in summer. It was pretty hot out, and we expected to see a lot more kids to play with and to intermingle with. But for some reason, the park was pretty much empty. I remember seeing only a couple other spaces <sighs> that, that were even scared. occupied when we first arrived. Because somebody knows something you don't. Once we made it about halfway into this old creepy bridge thing, we turned to face the water outside, looking down below, gasping as to what we had seen and witnessed. Usually, you would see a couple people, maybe on canoes, or one of those inner tube floaties, or people just swimming. But that's not what we saw. Not at all. What we saw at first we thought was just a large dog swimming towards the edge on the right hand side of the river canal but as we watched a little longer we noticed that it it wasn't a dog it was more like a man covered in fur bulkier and much larger than our father but it had the head of a wolf this thing was really big bigger than anything i've ever seen before in person yet its legs were pretty scrawny compared to its upper torso scrawny, scrawny. none of us could speak and none of us could move all we did was stood there in silence and watched as this thing slowly made its way to the right hand side edge of the river we could see it walking on all fours at first. Once it fully got out of the water, it stopped. We could see it sniffing in the air like it had scent of something or, or someone. Then, drenched in river water, this thing hops on its back legs and stands up straight like a man and shakes its fur like a dog. 
Its posture was way too manlike. It didn't hop back down on all fours. This thing darted off in the woods on its back legs, running at full sprint like a man, disappearing that into the brush. That's really all I could remember. Again, I was young, but still, I saw that dog guy, dog whatever guy. you want to call it. We were so scared, we didn't even really talk about it until after we had gotten back to camp to try to explain to our parents what we had seen. They didn't believe us. Of course They just not. told us that we probably saw some coyotes or wolves. Parents and that it was just our imaginations. But please explain to me how my brothers have the same story as I. It wasn't just my imagination. We all three saw it. This happened to me back in the early 2000s when I was in middle school, seventh grade to be exact. We were camping at the Table Rock State Park over by the Table Rock Lake. It was a usual gathering for our family. Every year we all got together and we went camping out there by the lake. The lake is located in Branson, Missouri. It really was a beautiful place to go camping. The woods were thick and the lake was cold. It was awesome. People would go out there on their boats. People went canoeing, swimming, fishing. It's just awesome. I have some of the best memories of my life being at that campground with my family. Until that summer, that summer where I had the worst memory ever, the one that keeps haunting my dreams. My family would always set up a four-day camping expedition, which included the weekend so they wouldn't have to miss too much time off of work. So we would arrive on a Friday and leave on Monday. I remember the first night we were there, everybody unpacked set up the tents, set up the food, the ice chest, put all the hors d'oeuvres and all the things that they were going to prep for that evening's dinner on the picnic table and got the fire ready for that evening before it got dark. We didn't do any fishing or swimming or canoeing that first day, mostly just relaxing and running around in the woods. The second night, the second night is when we were hearing whatever it was outside of our tent. It was Saturday night, if I could remember correctly. And we started hearing these heavy footstep vibrations somewhere outside of our camping location. But it definitely sounded like it was close to us. I could still feel it. was pretty much wide awake at that moment including my parents we just all laid there in total fright with our eyes completely wide open waiting to anticipate what it was what was out there 
And what would it, what would it do? And what did it want? So many questions were running through my head at the same time. I couldn't even clearly think correctly. I felt like my whole body was completely frozen. I couldn't even move a muscle. I just laid there and listened. Then, when the footsteps stopped, we didn't know what to think. Did the creature go away? Was it a bear? Was it something else? I pretty much had my answer when we all heard the noise. Whatever it was outside was still there. I've heard that a lot. It had not left. In fact, it was definitely making its presence known. The question is, what the heck was it? It was no bear, and it was no coyote. What was this thing outside of our tent? My head was located right where the zipper ended by the front of the tent. I was dying for a peek. I couldn't help it. I was a 12-year-old boy. I only opened it a couple inches, I swear. I just wanted a peek. What I saw outside of that small slit, what I saw outside of that zipper will forever haunt me. I saw this huge man-like wolf just standing upwards, digging through all of our things outside on the dirt. It was covered and had the toe in dark black shiny fur. It might not have been shiny, but it definitely reflected off of the moonlight above. I got a glimpse of its face once from the side. It was only for a split second, but it was enough for me to see its glowing eye. Its glowing amber eye. My dad was holding an air horn in his hand and holding it upwards towards the sky. I don't know what scared me worse. That thing outside? Or not having a warning when my dad just let loose of that air horn inside the tent with all of us. The second I looked back outside of that zipper, that thing was gone. It must have darted off into the woods. That air horn must have frightened the crap out of it. Hell, it, it scared the crap out of us. I don't think any of us moved for the next 15 minutes. We were just too frightened to go outside. Especially after what I explained to them what I had seen. Everybody says Typically, they would have never believed what I had seen, but for the fact that they, that they heard that thing outside and the vibrations of the footsteps... I think they believed what I had seen. I just wish I had some kind of proof. He's not believable. He's not a very good narrator. I'm learning. Because I've got a job coming up. This happened to me when I was in high school back in the 1980s. Yeah, I'm kind of old. 
but whatever, right? I live in central Illinois, in the middle of nowhere to be in fact, but that's the way I was raised. We didn't have a farm, but we did own quite a few acres. The nearest school was at least a 15, maybe a 20 minute drive away. These school buses didn't come to my area, so we were left with finding a way to get me to school and back. Typically, my mother would take me, but once I got older, of course, I would use my bike. I didn't have a car until I was in my senior year, and this happened to me when I was a sophomore. It was just a few days before summer break. Mm -hmm. I was riding my bike home. Well, in home's direction, with a couple others that kind of live in the area where I live. There wasn't too many kids in our neighborhood. Heck, there wasn't too many people in our area. I decided to go over to my buddy's house after school because it was Friday and it's not like I had the rush to go home to do my homework or anything. And we wanted to hang out and play some video games. Back then, we only had the Atari and the Nintendo had just came out. Unfortunately, I didn't have either because we were pretty poor. Fast forward about 45 minutes or so. We're just arriving at his house. And his mom actually had some of those pizza hot pockets already ready to go for our arrival. It's like she knew I was coming. I joked to my friend. I must have been using the force. We both just giggled, walking inside the kitchen, grabbing the paper plates and walking towards his bedroom. We were both just taking turns playing The Legend of Zelda on NES. That was like our favorite game. Sure, we played Mario Brothers and some other stuff like that, but Zelda was our shiznit. I remember hearing his phone ring inside the kitchen of his house. I dreaded the thought. It was my mom. And by golly, it was. His mom knocked on his door and leaned her head inside. Timmy, your mom says you need to get home for dinner. How did she even know I was over here? Dang. All right, dude, I gotta go. I'll see you tomorrow. Either two things were going to happen. One, I was going to go home and have dinner and probably just go to sleep or watch some TV with my pa. Or two, I was going to get beat for not being home and not letting them know that I was over at my buddy's house. Probably number two was going to happen, so I had to mentally get prepared for it. After finishing my Pepsi, I threw everything in the kitchen trash, grabbed my backpack by the front door, and went outside to the porch where my bike was. After about five minutes worth of riding, I started having this weird eerie feeling that I was being followed or watched. I don't know what gave me this feeling. We were just playing Zelda, so for some reason I was just having that weird feeling in my gut and it was driving me nuts. I was starting to become a little paranoid. I kept glancing from my left and my right and constantly looking behind me to see if anything was following me or anyone was following me. Was there some stalker on a car or was there some type of animal or something was wrong and I just couldn't pinpoint why I was feeling this way. 
I was probably only a few blocks away from my house at this point when I started hearing the howls somewhere off in the distance. It echoed everywhere. Okay, that's it. I started pedaling as fast as I could. I just knew something was wrong. Oh, I've never heard that before down. where we live. That's like something out of the movies. I pedaled. And I pedaled. I took a quick glimpse behind me. And that's when I saw this thing running up from behind me. It was probably about 20 meters or so back. It was running on the side outskirts of the road trail that I was on. It was large. Running like a man, but hunched over. It was definitely taller than I was. It had the face of a canine dog. It was full of fur, long, sharp claws. Its arms looked longer than they should have been. But it was definitely some kind of dog. But it wasn't running like a dog. It was some kind of dog guy. I dog don't know. Guy. That's what it was. I got a quick glimpse of it. It was a dog guy. I got about two seconds of it, and then I quickly turned around so I wouldn't lose fococus of where I was going on my bike. If I ever saw something like that, I wouldn't know. I what put to call pedal it. to the metal as fast Great. as I could on my bike. 100%. I knew this thing was gaining on me. Whatever it was, it was fast. I could see my house up ahead. I could see the porch light on. I knew I could make it. I was so close. Just a little bit longer, I kept telling myself over and over and over in my head to try to keep my sanity. Right before I was about to hop off my bike and run up my front doorsteps, I took one quick glance behind me just in case. <laughs> thing was gone okay. it wasn't chasing me anymore I still hopped off my bike and ran up those stairs like it was an Olympic contest or something I darted inside and locked the door behind me completely out of breath I never went to my friend's house after dark since <laughs> happened to me when I was a teenager. I was visiting my grandparents in northwestern Arkansas in a town called Rogers. I don't know too much okay, about Arkansas, but it's it's beautiful. I don't it's like very green, kind of flat, but it had some larger so hills slash mountains, if that's what you want to call it. And they were just a little bit north of the Ozark National Park, where I definitely wanted to go camping at. I just heard a lot of great things about it. We were only scheduled to stay about five days, I believe, if my memory serves me right. Outside of riding my skateboard, I really just hung out at their house pretty much the majority of the time. I believe on the third or the fourth night that we were there, 
my grandparents told me that they were going to take me down to the Ozark National Park so I could sightsee and we could do a little hiking. I know, it sounds odd, right? My grandparents hiking, they're in their 60s, but they were still pretty fit for their age. Definitely my grandpa was. Heck, my grandfather was in better shape than I was now that I look back at it. I was a butterball back then. I just remember playing with my Game Boy back in the day. Yeah, that's how far this goes back. I was in the back seat, and I could just see green trees in every direction I looked out of the car windows. It was so beautiful. It was in August. You think it would start turning colors close to the end of August, but no, it was still green as day. I remember manually rolling down my back window and smelling the fresh air. It had the smell of rain. It must have just rained or something, I told myself back then. I just inhaled and took a deep breath. <sighs> Eventually, my grandparents pulled off to some dirt parking lot and we all exited the vehicle. I remember stretching out my legs and arms as it was a little bit of a longer drive than I remember it being. I remember my grandmother telling me to tie my shoe as it was untied. It was always untied. My grandfather walked over to some other area. I don't remember where it was now that I look back at it, but I know he was having a cigarette. He was trying to hide it from me, but, you know, kids see everything. I just remember my grandfather coming back over to us and saying, all right, sport, you're all set. I nodded my head and turned off my Game Boy. Looking back now, it made me laugh, but I remember my grandmother saying, okay, if you've got to take a poo-poo or a pee-pee, now's the time to go. There's a stall right over there. I wasn't three, but she still talked to me like I was three. I went over there and handled my business. There. I figured I have no idea how long that this hike is going to be, but it looked fabulous. Yeah, once we got on the trail, it was nice. There was a few people that were behind us, and nobody in front of us. I guess we got there a little bit too late. I don't remember what time it was. I was pretty young. I know the sun was starting to set around the time that we had made our turnaround to make it back towards the car in the parking lot. I noticed that the people that were behind us originally had completely disappeared. I just shrugged it off. Maybe they gave up or maybe they just decided to go home or something. But there was four people that were probably about 10 meters behind us on the trail when we first got there. It was really odd that for some reason we were the only ones on this dirt path now. Eventually, we started hearing some weird things Not around us in the woods. When I was a kid, though. Could have just been some deer, some rodents. Heck, it could have been some Nothing bunnies for all we knew. Me. I mean, I think it was But it kept happening periodically, me. like every couple of minutes Personal. on each side of the trail. I, used to, I was like an Indian. I don't know, but for some reason, I started to get a little day. spooked out, and I let them know about before it, too. After school, every time. 
my grandma just held my hand and told me there was nothing to worry about, that we're in nature and there's bound to be critters around. My grandfather was silent. He didn't speak. He just nodded his head and told me to keep focused on the trail. Ten, maybe fifteen minutes had passed since that occurrence, or at least the last time I heard anything. I randomly just looked behind me. I just thought I heard something. And what I saw still haunts my dreams, even as an adult. There was this dog-like man hiding behind some large boulder behind some trees. Yeah. It was peeking out at us like it... Okay. I was wondering when that would happen because I have been over here. I don't know if you've noticed, but going from one thing to the next, trying to get maybe something weird's happening because of the elections. Could be some sort of. You know, I'm looking for all kinds of things like that because they said that we were going to have four days of darkness and all, or three days of darkness. And right now, I'm kind of everything's going down. Everything I keep was some kind of some kind of I don't know. I only got a glimpse of its claws gripping the outskirts of that wood bark. Its arms and shoulders were full of fur, pitch black fur. Its its face. Its face was like a big wolf or something, but it was standing up upright, definitely. It had pointy ears and red glowing eyes. That I saw clear as day. It just stared at us. Yeah, I didn't like glance that. at it for too long. It scared the crap out of me. I just yanked on my grandmother's arm and told her to look. But by the time we all looked back again, that thing was gone. It was nowhere to be seen. I told my grandparents what I had seen, and my grandmother said, Ah, you're just being a kiddo. I told my grandparents what I had seen, and my grandmother just laughed and said, Ah, you got me, son. My grandfather didn't laugh. He just looked at me and said, "Are you sure?" I said, "Yeah, Grandpa." There was this big furry black wolf man in the back of us. He was hiding behind some boulder and trees right there on the right. He's gone now, but I saw him. His eyes were glowing. My grandfather just shrugged and said, "We're almost to the car. Let's just go." That was the last time that my grandfather spoke until we were all back on the road going home. I asked my grandfather what was wrong. He seemed a little spooked out, but he just wasn't speaking. There was definitely something wrong with him. My grandmother just didn't believe the whole situation, period. She just thought it was just me and my wild imagination. My grandfather told me that this isn't the first time that he's heard about this type of creature being out here in the woods. He didn't really believe in it, but... He knows I'm not a liar. I saw what I saw.
my wife and I were both visiting Arkansas from out of state a couple years back. We were in the northwestern area, as we were told that's the go-to area, realistically. I'm sorry guys, but my internet's um, really bad today. I don't know what's going on. It's attacking everything. We had signed up and went over for the tour for it's the like old Spanish on, treasure on, cave, on. which is really far in the Northwest area in Sulphur Springs, Arkansas. Supposedly, the Spanish went there searching for gold. A city of gold. The seven cities, to be exact. After Coronado went back to Mexico empty-handed, the rumor is believed that some of the Spaniards found treasure and hid it in the cave before the Indians had killed them. The caves have been sealed, but reopened when rediscovered in 1855. Uh, enough of the history lesson. Let me continue to my story. So we were on this cave tour, and it was fantastic. They had all these little skeleton props and treasure chests and whatnot. It was really cool. I mean, we don't have any kids, but if we did, they would totally love it, too. It was really something for people of all ages. The tour wasn't really that many people. I was expecting more, quite honestly. There was probably about 12 people max. When we were going through the tour... I had noticed that there was this side area, almost like a different pathway that everybody seemed to ignore and just continue on. I motioned to my wife, but I was like, I, I do all kinds what's of that over there? Like this she shrugged and said, you want to check it out real quick and then catch back up in a couple minutes? And I was like, hell yeah, let's get spooky. Of course, I did mention that let's get spooky talk. That's just something that I added into the story for your narration, of course. We were already in the back of the group. We slowly just started walking at a much slower pace, so there was some distance between us. This dark, slim pathway was almost unrecognizable. Looking back from the tour, it didn't really look like a pathway. But as you got closer to it and kind of examined yourself to the darkness... You could tell that there indeed was a pathway that led somewhere deeper into the cave in the opposite direction. I remember us tiptoeing as quietly as possible. The only thing that I remember hearing at the time was the faint sound of water drops coming from the condensation from the roof of the cave. I remember when we were walking slowly on this dark path, we were using our cell phones to guide us with the little visibility that we even had with that. I remember mm -hmm. kicking something and then stopped in my tracks and looked down. When I looked down to the ground, I saw that someone had left a purse. Mm -hmm. It looked pretty outdated and definitely weathered. The leather on the straps were completely cracked, and it was definitely faded. But what do I know? I don't know any purses. I remember reaching do. for it and opening <laughs> the purse. Everything was still intact inside it. 
That's weird. I mentioned to my wife, and she stopped and turned around. I handed it over to my wife so she could check out the inner components. She was looking through the purse, and then she grabbed the wallet. Typical. She wasn't looking for the money. No, she was gasping date. at the driver's license that was still intact inside. It's like from 1940s. For privacy reasons, I won't disclose the person's name. But their driver's license was from the 1970s. Why would somebody leave their purse here with everything inside, including their home address, on their driver's license? Did somebody lose their purse? And why was it down here on this hidden pathway to begin with? All these questions were just circulating around my mind. But at that very moment, I, I glanced up at my on. wife who was looking directly at me. This thing will not That's stay on. When I saw it, directly behind her, about 30 feet away, somewhere off in the distance, behind some boulders in the cave. I only have so I much patience. I could barely make I'm it out, sorry. but it was definitely there. There was this pitch black, furry thing with red glowing eyes. It was snarling at us. My wife quickly turned around and she screamed. It must have startled the thing off because it darted behind somewhere off in the distance in the cave. Still holding on to that old purse, my wife and I quickly turned around and ran back to the main pathway where we once were. We eventually found our way and made a left and ran out of that cave as quickly as possible within minutes. We were still thinking that everybody else that was on the tour was deeper in the cave, but they were all outside the main entrance puzzled. They said they were looking for us. We were both so incredibly scared. I guess we didn't know how long that we were actually inside that cave. It took us a few minutes to calm down out of breath, and I handed the purse over to the tour guide. Uh, we both explained everything that we had seen in detail as much as possible. The people on the tour group were looking at us puzzled and frightened, especially the children. The tour guide just looked at us and said, Why did you go down that way? I said, I don't know, we were just up for a little adventure for a couple of minutes. We weren't expecting to come across anything. We were just planning on sightseeing on our own for a couple of minutes and then catching up. The tour guide just shook his head and said, you just never know what's in these caves. I'm glad that you both made it out here safely. I'll report this incident to my supervisor. We never went back to that cave tour again. This happened last year. I was with my family on a road trip to Memphis, Tennessee on Highway 40 heading east. The last sign that I remember us passing was Forest City. 
right where the junction of Highway 1 crosses. I was sitting in the back seat on the left-hand side, looking outside the window. Again, this